greetings everyone and welcome to episode 32 welcome to tosh base podcast if this is your first time listening and welcome back to my regular listeners i am grateful every day every day for everybody who supports and who listens and you know shares um, the content and all of that really really love you guys so this month is caribbean heritage month and the month where we read caribbean and yes you guys you know if you have been following the podcast you know that i'm caribbean i'm specifically jamaican <laughs> i and i remember you know reading a few caribbean books in high school such as Green Days by the River, A Cow Called Boy, and The Cloud with the Silver Lining. And that's just um, a few that I can remember. So I shared this post on my Instagram and some people contributed to the recollection with books like uh, Man from Jamaica's Hills. I never read that one. And Comeback Old Iron Blue, I, I remember that one. And Crick Crap Monkey man it and so many more you know i got so many responses i was just i was just frightened and that's just some good times you know good memories and of course there has been a host of new ones since so i had the opportunity to speak with a longtime classmate karen lloyd karen is caribbean yeah jamaican specifically yeah and she loves to read so we're we're, we're just in june and she has already read 17 books and you know she explained that it could have been more if um, she didn't have some other responsibilities and so in this episode she discusses the different types of reading including audiobooks you know paperbacks and kindles she also advises that we always have a book with with you know with us since you just may never know when you'll have to wait in a line or otherwise and you know that book can just come in handy will be so helpful while you're waiting you just read something to stimulate your mind you know it is also critical to find books that you know you will appreciate and enjoy for example she said get books about cars if you're interested in cars get books about um traveling if you're interested in traveling you know whatever it is that you're interested in get those books and that would be a motivation for you to actually finish it or a motivation for you to actually start reading it in, um, from the get-go so it's not always about getting the big books or the classics that you know everybody's talking about because they may they may not work for you and you may never read them so get books that you're interested in and another strategy to start reading more or to finish a book is to get books that contain a diversity of short stories that will make you want to finish the book right and so karen also talks about some of the great caribbean authors and some of the great caribbean books that you know she has read and you just might want to try one of these that she spoke about so hey take a listen and read caribbean Hi, this is Oshane Mays and you're tuned in to Tosh Base Moonshine Okay, Karen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for accepting to talk to me today. About Thanks for having me. Yes, yes, yes. And we're talking about you, your ability to read 
so much because <laughs> like from you days you know and we have assignments to do you just always have a stock of book where you read and you just done them quick i mean so then what should read so <laughs> but that's that's admirable and i mean like i think if everybody just read because even sometimes like sorry for your, you know um, talk so much but even sometimes, right sometimes you know you say for example you get a message and you just you just act on something but you never read the message properly you know right. and, then, and i hear somebody for coming and say oh <laughs> this is saying i said January, never, read never read it to the end of the read to achieve but i'm so happy to be having this conversation with you as summer but still you know people just need to read more i think yep so I'm just going to let you go ahead and, you know, introduce yourself and then we get into it. So I'm Karen Lloyd. I do human rights advocacy. Mm-hmm. I'm doing that since well, 2013. So it's been a while. Since 2013? So it's been a while. I work. Mm-hmm. also have a four-year-old, so, you know. Yeah, that affects my ability to read as much as I want to read. A lot of people say I read a lot, mm-hmm. but I used to read a lot more. Oh. I've been reading since I was a toddler. Like it's my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, spirit. I use my spare time to read. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I just I've always loved reading stories. Mm-hmm. Stories from different parts of the world. Stories with people who look like me, but also stories of people who are completely different so you can see yeah. different sides of what it's like to be a human basically that's so true i've been reading for a very 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 i've always been a reader mm-hmm. okay all right so i want you to tell me so you just told me that you've been reading since you're a toddler so that's that's interesting so i want you to tell me some another interesting fact about your childhood childhood mm-hmm. interesting I don't know. I guess as a child, you know, every everybody it's connected. You know, everybody used to love go outside and play. Where yeah. I've never been like that person. Child. Like mm. as we come from school, homework mm. and then reading. Like I always felt like homework used to take up my reading time. Oh <laughs> yeah. So I used to see a place that I'm not supposed to for real. Like other children would have been like. You can get for go to door, but yeah, inside mm-hmm. a read. Inside a read. Yes, sir. Because someone used yeah. to get beaten for going inside, go read. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, you choose to stay inside and read. That's, that's interesting, man. All right. So, I know it's Caribbean Heritage Month and also um, the month where we read Caribbean um, novels and, and just text in general. So, tell me about your favorite part of being a Caribbean national before we get into the books that you've read and how. Um, I think being from the Caribbean is like it's a very it's complex mm-hmm. because you know we're black so we have uh, underdeveloped we have, we're developing yeah we are we have ties we still have ties yeah Africa, of course so mm-hmm. we have a lot of um things in common right from the motherland and you know Mm-hmm. Um, there's a way that Caribbean people or lives intertwine. I've traveled mm-hmm. to a number of Caribbean islands, and it's, you know it's always crazy to me when I go to a new island and like, what is coming at Jamaica? Um, and then there are also differences mm-hmm. between us, but also like because of, of our closeness 
right. to to America mm-hmm. and um how sometimes you know we fall into the trap of black America kind of taking over what it means to be black. Yeah. Um and I think just the nuances between how Caribbean people and, and black people from the Caribbean see the world and how we navigate the world and what it what it looks like for us as opposed to black Americans. Um, yeah. So there, there are those differences. Um, also, in terms of books, those things mesh a lot because, mm-hmm. of course, you know the whole migration thing. Yeah. So in a lot of our books, you kind of see the element of people moving from one space to another and you can see the differences as well as the similarities. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in that way, like Caribbean literature is just so complex and involves so many different, not just the Caribbean, but other realities because we move so much. Mm. Um, I think that might be what I find most interesting about Caribbean literature. But, you know, Caribbean as a whole, how much, as small as we are, we influence the rest of the world. Yeah, it's interesting how you said that because I was thinking back and I remember like when we usually read our textbooks and all of that, we'd see, you'd, you'd quicker to find Caribbean people writing about other parts of the world for real, but other parts of the world they wouldn't be so quick to write about the Caribbean. Not everywhere, of course, but, you know, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? Like, we, yeah. we're in the mix and we're, we're reaching for here and there and whatever. Even though we're still telling our stories, you know, or we're quicker to tell other people's stories, but you don't find it the other way around. So it's interesting that you say that in terms of, you know, the fact that we mix and, yeah. Yeah, we're moving people. Moving people. We're on, we're on the cusp of there being more people outside than inside. So mm-hmm. it's a very... A very interesting place that we are that's true all right so talk to me about your inspiration to read in general and then you can go to caribbean literature because you read both so so tell us what inspires you to read like you just get up and you just read like huh um so i think like reading is something that you develop and that's what i find with people who didn't really start reading and love reading when they were young it's a little more difficult to to really become i mean some people do it yeah. but when you've been reading and you just have a big appetite for books and for stories mm-hmm. it comes natural like for me it's not it's just the first thing i do if i have a free time is read your book when mm-hmm. i always have a book between mm-hmm. a physical book and my kindle so it, it's just a part of me now. If I'm in the supermarket and I have to join a line, trust me, I have a book. If anywhere I am and I have to stand in a line, I have a book. Sometimes I go to parties and there's a book in my car. And people what? are like, why do I have a book? And I'm like, yeah, no, I can't. Supposed to end up somewhere where I just, just sit down and nod or nothing. Yeah, you just see It's just, yeah. And then Caribbean stories, I think, I'm trying to remember. I, I, of course, don't remember, like, what is my first Caribbean book. But mm-hmm. in terms of, like, my memory that I can easily um, draw on, mm-hmm. I fell in love with Caribbean books around, like, just as I entered high school. Okay. Um, we, did, we, did a lot of, we did a lot of mix of books. Mm-hmm. So I remember reading, like, the first book I can remember reading and loving in yeah. the Caribbean is a powerful boy okay, and yeah. i just love that story like mm. you know you see so much of us into it like you you see your life yeah. like 
there are books from other places you read and you're not going to connect with it as much mm-hmm. um, because, you know, you're reading stories of people who could be a neighbor and yeah. a friend down the road. Um, yeah. So there's, there's that connection to it. Um, and then, I mean, in terms of academically, like mm-hmm. outside of, of fiction now, mm-hmm. um, of course, like I have a huge interest in the, the Caribbean and Mm-hmm. Where it is situated in terms of world politics, and mm-hmm. um, so in terms of nonfiction, of course, like that's that's where most of my interest is. Wow. Um, I also do human rights work, so I have to do a lot of reading. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and everything is situated in a Caribbean context, so it's not just about Jamaica; it's about the rest of the region. Mm-hmm. And I have a wide, um. I love a lot of different authors from a lot of different Caribbean islands. Yeah. Um, and people who have migrated, so people who are in the diaspora, but mm-hmm. are still writing Caribbean realities, whether right. people still on the islands or people who have migrated, but, you know, still straddle those two, two worlds in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah I, yeah, I have a lot of favorite books from the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I would yeah, say maybe this is one of like six shows I have. Um, this show that I'm looking at now is one of six. Yeah, one, two, three, wow. four. And there's two in my bedroom. And more than 20 books up on the shelf here. Way more than 20. Man. Hey, read the all of them. The top shelf alone of 24. Wow. And it's what? <laughs> four shelves? Yeah, yeah. And the bottom ones are more. But like maybe seventy to seventy-five percent of my books are from the Caribbean, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of the others are either African or African American. I read a lot of black books. Mm-hmm. I I make a concerted effort to read black people's stories, right. um, because in the literary world they tend to be sidelined, like. That's- I don't know if you follow Bookstagram, but Bookstagram is primarily white. And there's a lot of advocacy now around um, diversifying the literary mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, ensuring that you hear all kinds of different stories. Yeah. So stories from Latin American communities, like, mm-hmm. you know, stories from Black people, like all of those things. So there are lots of different intersections. I would mm-hmm. say I read... A, I read a wide cross-section of books. I, like, I don't have... Of course, I have, like, favorite, um, mm-hmm. favorite genres to read, but I do read from everywhere. I think I read fantasy. <laughs> I read suspense. I read yeah. contemporary. I read young adults. Um, I read some new Like, I like things about the mind. So I read uh-huh. things about neuroscience. And, yeah. Okay, so how many? Because I won't get into this because I saw the picture on Instagram and I was like, Jesus, look at books. And then, oh, yeah, to me, this shelf is just like one of seven. So, what I wanted to tell me is, how many books do you read like in a month? Like, what's the number? It depends on like my workload and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, wait, I have apps and everything that track my reading. So oh. So this year, so far, I've read 17 books. I'm currently reading two. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm reading a lot more this year. 
done last year, for example. Yeah, yeah. pandemic, mm-hmm. did their work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of different things affect how much I can read. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'm just in, like as much as I love to read, sometimes I'm in like a reading slump. And mm-hmm. I don't read much. And mm-hmm. I will start a book and midway, I realize that, oh, but I'm not going to read the book. Because like, if I keep putting down the book, so I'm going to read one yeah. chapter, then one chapter. It's like, it's so disconnected, I'm going to start over. Okay, so okay. things like that happen. Um, but there was a time when I used to read 50, 50 odd books a year. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I read anywhere from, like for the last four to five years, a journey's mm-hmm. four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I've read anywhere between like 18 and 30 something books. Last year, I think it was 24. Mm. And it's June and I've gone 17. So I'm definitely going to... Going to be more than 24. Yeah. yeah. I've also... I've also... Like, diversified how I read. Yeah. So, like, before, it used to just be physical books. Which is still my number one. Like, I love holding a book and smelling yeah. a book. Smelling a new book. Mm-hmm. And just physically having the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been reading from my Kindle about two to three years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there there are different advantages with each one, right? Yeah. Because your physical book, you know, you love it. You can. It's just it's nice to hold a book and read it. Yeah. But there are many other advantages <laughs> with mm-hmm. having a Kindle. So many books on it. Yeah. Like my shelf on Kindle is a, I probably have forty something active books. Not books I'm reading, but books I can read if I want to. Yeah. Um, and I might be reading two, three books at a time. Oh. Um, but the thing with that is I have a Kindle Paperwhite. So the Kindle Paperwhite is like a book, meaning it is black and white, doesn't yeah. have sheen. Mm-hmm. So it has a backlight. So mm-hmm. when I go to my bed, I can mm-hmm. turn off the lights and still I cannot do that with a physical book because I need lights. You're going to need the light. Um, right. So Kindle is, is useful in those ways. When I travel, it's difficult to travel with four or five books. Them heavy. I'm going to buy things. I'm going to have so much book. And then the suitcase of full up. So yeah. having a Kindle, you have a lot more options mm-hmm. for reading. Yeah. So and then this year, mm-hmm. I started listening to audiobooks, which oh, I never yes. thought I would like. I tried one before, and I was like, mm-hmm. this is not going to work for me. Because I'm a very... Hands-on person, maybe. Yeah, so like, to remember things, mm-hmm. I said, I have to write. Okay. So I physically write with my hands. I have a million moves. That's how things work in my brain i see it i can commit it to memory mm-hmm. the audiobooks just like when i first tried just didn't work for me mm-hmm. but now i realize i can listen to certain kinds of stories and yeah. certain kinds of books on audio i can't do all of them mm-hmm. um so that also helped because you're stuck like you're stuck doing so many things these days but yeah. you're kind of a captive you sit on a car in a two hours of traffic Doing absolutely nothing. And so listening to audiobooks, like by the time you clean the book done, because you spend two hours traffic in the morning, two hours traffic in the evening, yeah. like 
you know, it's it done quick. When you, if you walk or you exercise, can listen to your books. Mm-hmm. Um, so that also helps with reading. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I recommend different, so like people who, there are lots of people who are trying to, to get into reading. Like they've never been big readers. Yeah. But they can see the benefits of it and they're mm-hmm. trying to, to be, I always tell people that audiobooks are books. There are lots of people who are like, well, you never read a book, so it's, no. They're still committing um, time and listening. Exactly, they're still committing the time. Mm-hmm. And so, it, for me, it's do what works for you. For you. A lot of different things work for me. Some things don't work for me. Some books don't work for me. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem abandoning books. Mm-hmm. I used to be like, oh, I don't, if I'm a start to finish now. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to waste my time. If it's a book that I don't connect with, that has mm-hmm. bad writing, yeah. so, all right, girl, let me try with you, but this is not <laughs> it, I will move on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah okay i like that you you mentioned um that you can actually start a book and you feel a little um pressure like mm, do i want to continue or yeah. or whatever and i like how you gave the different types of how we could actually read like the audio the kindle and the physical copies in so what, what i want you to do now is just to tell me a little bit more about your reading technique like what gets you through a book so somebody that's not a big reader like you said earlier can say all right i'm going to use this tip and finish this book that i, I want to read okay so mm-hmm. first thing like i always tell everybody mm-hmm. the best way to start um to start reading if you yeah. are not a reader and you don't have the intuitiveness yeah. is to read books that have multiple parts Okay. So trilogy, trilogies, those, those are great for people who are not big readers because you get invested in the story and you want mm-hmm. to see what connects. So okay. it propels you to keep reading that story. Yeah. Um, and before you know it, you read five stories because it's five books in a series and you want to know all the story done. Mm-hmm. Um, so that even with children, mm-hmm. for me, that's how I fell in love with reading. Nancy Drew. Yeah. Um, Hardy Boys. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. are multiple different books, and I want to read them because you want to see what happens. So mm-hmm. that's that's also very, it's it's very useful to do that if you are not a big reader. Yeah. Um. Another thing is when you have nothing else to do. Yeah. Like you are stuck in a place and you are doing nothing but sitting there or standing there. Trust me, you will read if you have a book. And there's nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. You can read it. Like first of all, I carve out time to mm-hmm. read. Yeah. Like if it's at least one hour, mm-hmm. it's like one hour before I go to my bed or whatever. Depending on like how my day is set up, I will mm-hmm. read at work. Um, my work is not a prison, <laughs> so I will I will I will read in my breaks. It's yeah. I'm working on something. I'm mm-hmm. going to stop. Yeah. Um, I read something. Mm-hmm. So that kind of thing. Um. So, like, trying to set a time of day that you might read is useful because mm-hmm. you have it set, as opposed to, it's like, let's say you get piece of your day to read a chapter. Yeah. Um, if you say, I'm going to go into bed 30 minutes earlier than I need to sleep, and mm-hmm. I'll read for those 30 minutes. But some people, they do it by chapters. Mm-hmm. I mean, I read three chapters every day, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. I find those things help. Um, People who don't, like don't necessarily will just automatically um want to read 
but mm-hmm. you're, you want to be able to, but you're still getting into the view of it. I find those things are usually helpful okay. yeah um as i said as i mentioned like if you don't have anything to do you're going to read i just remember like when i was in undergrad and i visited a prison with um mr campbell right and some people like them going to prison can't read they read a lot in their and then at the end of the, them term they must say oh you know they would actually tell you that they read this and yeah, they read that and I said, right. but, you could read, so you could, you know. Yep, they you learn to read on. and they read a lot because yeah. what else is there to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's true. Um, so if you're not looking for the book, mm-hmm. you go pay your bill, whatever it is. You can always read at those times, mm-hmm. and I mean, find books that you genuinely enjoy. Mm-hmm. I find that a lot of people, a book is popular, so you feel like mm. the most reading. I find a lot of the classics boring. Mm. And I may mm. have them on my shelf because mm. I bought them think I would, thinking I would like them, yeah. and I don't. Mm. And then I move on. Like, yeah. if you keep reading books that you don't like, it will be a clear heart. And you just keep trudging through, mm. you won't enjoy it. And it won't be like for me, reading is enjoyable. I look forward to reading the part of my day when I just read. On weekend, when especially mm-hmm. when I have a long stretch, I can read. When I was young, I could read a whole book in a day, depending mm-hmm. on me. Like I literally would forget to eat. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I just don't want to get up. Like it's pretty just nice and you just yeah, everything yeah. else just fades out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, I find reading enjoyable. Like you know, mm-hmm. people, some people like I love music too. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, some people they like, like sometimes I will choose reading about dawn or going to a party. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I look different because hey, <laughs> but yeah, it's one of the, like I really, really, really love it. So it doesn't. It's second nature to me. It's not something. I have to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times when people like ask me, I'm not sure what to tell them because it's not like it's not like I'm like for people who are trying to 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 read more mm-hmm. and they have to make a concerted effort to. Mm-hmm. My go-to is read. Reading, yeah. So sometimes it's hard to like relate how. Um, but the the tips that I, I gave you before, mm-hmm. like I've given people those, and they use it. They, they they work, yeah. Okay, perfect. I'd right, so highlight some of your um favorite Caribbean authors or books, and you can probably tell me what one or two are about. And you know, maybe somebody who are listening would just all right. Let me try this one. Authors, Ooh. yeah, Caribbean authors. All right, let me see if I can condense it down to like <laughs> five or six. Okay. Um, Kaimilo. Mm-hmm. Um. Lorna Goodison. Okay, I've seen that name before. Um, I w- um, so there's okay, so I like Zadie Smith, but mm-hmm. I tend to like put her on a border. She oh. she has Caribbean heritage and she writes about the Caribbean, mm-hmm. but she lives in the UK. Oh, um, so it's yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot. Maria, I try 
the top ones. Yeah. Uh, I love Nicole Denton. No, I'm not put her in a top five. Oh, Roland Watson Grant. He's, mm-hmm. a, he's a lot of... I don't want to say a lot of people don't know him, mm-hmm. but he does he does different kinds of writing. So he does, he does short form and long form. And by oh. short form, I mean short short stories, essays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also writes books. Okay. Um, his books have... Like, they've done really well and they've been reprinted in other ways. And mm-hmm. this year, he won um, the Commonwealth Prize. Oh, nice. Uh, for essays. Mm. Um, people, like, usually when I, sometimes when I say your name, a lot of people don't know him. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh my God, I can't believe I found that. Jamaica Kincaid, like top, 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 maybe top two. Mm-hmm. Um, so she used to write Annie John, mm-hmm. um, the autobiography of my mother. A lot of people know mm-hmm. that book. Okay. Um, who else? Andrea Levy, I don't know if you know Long Song and um, which one? If I know which one, Andrea Levy, she have a number of different books. Let me see if I see any here. Mm. Her most popular book is probably Long Song. Um, a lot of her books. Um, some of them are like around slavery and colonialism. Oh, okay. Oh, you know, much carbon author. That's why I'm happy that we're having this conversation. Okay. Hmm. Um, who else? Oh, I don't see any here, but Edwidge Dantica, she's a, she's a Haitian writer. Okay. She's, yeah, she's pretty, she's pretty well known. She's mm-hmm. won a number of prizes. Okay. I, I like Marlon James, but I wouldn't put him in toxic. Mm, Marlon James is Jamaican? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know that one. Hmm. Yeah, that's where that's what comes to my head now. Mm-hmm. I'm sure later I'm going to be like, oh my god, I can't forget. I can't believe I forget this person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so give me like a summary of two from the those that you just mentioned. Tell me the title, and I just a quick summary. So probably somebody can grab and maybe I I can you know just grab okay. one. Okay, I don't really buy right. carbon. Yeah, and I should. Um, so number one story, I would uh, I would tell any any anybody about. Is mm-hmm. Augustone. Augustone? Um, yeah. So Augustone is a book by Camilo, literally my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it, it's a story that reimagines the story of Alexander Bedward. Okay. So there are a lot of different um things happening around Alexander Bedward is there. You know, mm-hmm. like what kind of fit in some courses in politics? Mm-hmm. So Alexander Bedward is a character who mm-hmm. he thought he could fly. Right. And uh, um, so he had a lot of followers. He was literally from Augustone. Mm-hmm. Um, so the book is called Augustone, but yeah. the whole thing is joined up. Oh, oh so Augustone is joined up. And Stone is one oh, of Oh, Let me see if I see it here. Oh, here it is. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is the UK cover. Of course, you know, books have a lot of different covers because okay, different publishers. Okay, yeah. yeah. So when I say reimagine, it reimagines mm-hmm. the story meaning in the book. And this is kind of a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um Bedward flies. Oh really? As opposed to falling and whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then obviously the other stories around the guitar stories are about Augustown the place mm-hmm. and um the different ways you know poor people navigate having mm-hmm. to 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 live in communities that that there's a lot of violence violence going on mm-hmm. or young girls and how they manage to be in communities where a man who might say yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I just by that one there's a character that works uptown. Mm. And so there's that of you know the way how you can get subsumed into a family, but at mm. the end of the day you have to suffer. Yeah. Um. Though also like you know, uptown mm-hmm. man, I've been with downtown woman that picking the illegitimate, and mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot of. It, I've never recommended this book to anybody who didn't love it. Okay. I won several prizes. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Okay, I went to get that one because you know me like politics and then something there, and I mean yeah. focus on um what you call it now uh communities that are underprivileged or whatever whatever. The minority yeah. is strong message in it. I think I think you'd love it. Try it mm-hmm. and, and let me know how you find yeah, it. Exactly. I um, one more. Yeah. One more. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess I can do Here Comes the Sun. Here Comes the Sun? Yes. So Here Comes the Sun is by Nicole Dennis Ben. She's mm-hmm. a Jamaican who now lives in the US. Okay. And so Here Comes the Sun, a, a big part of it is around tourism mm-hmm. and how tourism tourism affects um local communities. Okay. So it's it's set in a like coastal area, somewhere like Uchi or Mm-hmm. And uh, the characters in like around coastal areas, you know, a lot of the mm-hmm. different activities surround what goes on, like so with tourism and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the par- some of the characters like work in a craft market, they work in the yeah. hotel itself, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of um so like with the characters who work in the like in the hotels, mm-hmm. it's like stories are work around how um tourists treat them mm-hmm. like there's a, yeah there's a whole like sex um tourism part where okay. mm-hmm. she works in a hotel and she meets people and then so it's like a it's like a ring and then wow. so people come in and da, da, da. there's mm-hmm. also a lesbian couple mm-hmm. who lives uh, they live around the community and they're related to to um to, to one of the other main characters who works and it's just a lot of interplaying and they right and there's a younger sister who mm-hmm. she's smart but she get caught up and it's yeah mm-hmm. like they are very Caribbean stories that you can connect with um because well we see one all the time okay um, and it's like for me a lot of it is like how you like I don't think a lot of these stories are special. Yeah, because we see them every day. Every day, it's a right? literary aspect of how you write, mm-hmm. how you engage the author, the, the reader. Yeah, how how you tell a story so that even though it's familiar, it's also unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. Even though like there's something to look forward to, mm-hmm. like issues can be so complex that there are fifty different angles you can take it from. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is angles. You might see something in a way that you've never seen it. So mm-hmm. even though you might know like. I could give an overall, like a summary of any of these books. 
Mm-hmm. And it could sound like, oh, well, I know how this might end or this last story I see every day. Mm-hmm. But the perspective that the author takes yeah. might lead you into a whole different thing that you never thought of. So mm-hmm. even though the situation is there in front of you, mm-hmm. it brings out so many different elements that you might never have thought of. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. about, And I, I, of course, love to read about other islands as well. Because, you know, as I would have said in the beginning, you see so much of your own island mm-hmm. and then so much that is new. Yeah. Like, and that there are similarities but not exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So, like, even the way how we talk and certain words that we use, mm-hmm. that means something completely different. Different, yeah. Um, and then you have some words where it doesn't so, it, it's not exactly the same word mm-hmm. that you use. But when you hear it, you know something that's that about mm. um, based on how based on how. But mm. then there are other ways in which we are so similar. The way how we socialize, mm-hmm. um, some foods that we eat. Meanwhile, there are foods that are completely different in different places. So yeah. there's food that you go to other islands and you're like, what is this? And it might use the same kind of ingredients that you might have in Jamaica, but they prepare mm-hmm. it in a completely different way. Different way like yeah. in a lot of the Eastern Caribbean. Mm-hmm. They they eat kalaloo like soup. So you see how we just steam kalaloo? Yes. They, yeah, it's like a it's like a one part with like and it in a taste well like you see it and it's just like, yeah, <laughs> kalaloo sauce. And yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> just <laughs> you're exposed to and, and that's the same thing with, with reading different books. Mm-hmm. You're exposed to a lot of different cultures. Yeah. That is intriguing enough that it is similar to yours, but also so different, and you can learn so much. Mm-hmm. That's that's really good. All right. So, is there anything that you'd like to add um, about you know just the importance of reading in general and reading Caribbean books? Um, yeah. Actually, so reading for me, the, the only thing mm-hmm. better than reading. And I wouldn't say better, but can be parallel to reading is traveling. Traveling. There's nowhere else you can get the kind of experiences that you can get. Like you can be in Jamaica and you can experience different cultures everywhere in the world. Yeah. Um, there are there are places I've read about and mm-hmm. I travel to them and I feel like I know them. Ah. Um, because good writers are descriptive. Good writers can make you feel like You've been right to a place there. that you've never been to. Yeah. Um, and so, unless they have enough money, but you have got everywhere, reading is the closest thing you're going to get to mm. experiencing different cultures, experiencing what it might be like mm-hmm. um, to be from a certain place. It also opens your mind. Yeah. Um, like, we can tend to be, you know, like in a box. This mm-hmm. is where you live. This is all you know. Yeah. Um, this is where you spend most of your life. And you've never seen how other people live, mm-hmm. other realities of what we can set up our society to be. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not, like, the, the dispensation that we have now mm-hmm. in terms of politics or any other thing mm-hmm. is not the only thing that exists. Um, and unless you can travel to everywhere and um, experience everything, everywhere that you go to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think reading is that the closest you can get to it. Mm-hmm. Reading is a way that you can see that 
the reality that you have now is not the only thing there that you can experience other things yep. um that even though there are other things out there that mm-hmm. you might not it might not be for you yeah but i think the knowing of it is important, important. Mm-hmm. um it expands our mind mm-hmm. it, i mean it, it helps it so much day to day whenever mm-hmm. i read something whenever i read something it can be in any capacity even at work yeah. i can tell i can tell if the person that wrote this thing is a reader it's it's like a real actual thing mm. people who read are mm. able to to write you know you can be you can be descriptive and at mm. the same time do it in a short amount of space like people who don't read they say a lot they say a lot they say a little a lot of words so mm-hmm. you just right because you you don't know how to how to get things across because right. you've not you you're not um you're not what's the word I'm looking for you're not exposed to like a vast um thing there of reading so you mm-hmm. know you just so it it helps you with day to day it helps you to communicate with people mm-hmm. like you become a across people who do not who are not like you in any way mm-hmm. who are from completely different realities mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. you tell them something just like they have no idea what you're talking about mm-hmm. that also helps help you connect with people mm-hmm. like i can't tell you how much i meet people and I'm, uh, i see somebody with a book and i'm like oh my god i love that book or which book is that because it looks interesting mm-hmm. and you know strike up contest you can meet friends yeah. like you can meet people just yeah. by books by asking them that what they're reading or you know mm-hmm. um so it's like there's so many different benefits mm-hmm. um yeah i i don't know i just feel like everybody should read everybody mm-hmm. doesn't have to be like me like everybody you don't have to you don't have to have a million books yeah. you don't have to 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 read 30 books a year mm-hmm. um but i think it would help everybody to at least um read a book yeah maybe i don't know every every three months i read at least one book set a goal for yourself mm-hmm. um you should also define what you read you don't mm-hmm. have to read books like i read yeah. you can read completely different books and mm-hmm. read i don't want to say reading is reading is reading but in a way it is like if you are a person that like reading about cars there are books about, about cars so yeah. so find that find what you are actually interested in mm-hmm. and then find reading material that can help you um to to become um more of a reader because you're reading material that you like that you like um, yeah so if you like sports buy books that talk about sports, sports. So like politics buy books politics yeah. if you're if you're like, you know some people just love people like celebrity kind of thing yeah like autobiographies mm-hmm. like, you know like mm-hmm. there's so much if you like law and order but buy some crime novels yeah if you like, like self things you go buy exactly <laughs> i always tell people any show yeah. any show where you watch there's a book for it. there is a book that can match you up to this thing that you like there's a book that you can read that yes. gives you the same thing and more of the kind of shoes that you like that's true yeah that's that's true that's really good and as you, you as you said I, I just remember that most of the the hit movies and so them come from, from books 
They're from books. And the books are always better. Better, always, yeah. Because always always. Twilight movie. Because, exactly. A bit better than there's so much you. There's so much and no more you can do in yeah. at, one, at one 30 minutes or however long the movie is. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain descriptions that you will never be able to get from a screen than yeah. reading the book yourself. Mm-hmm. Reading the book yourself also gives you possibilities. Mm-hmm. When you typecasted a book, mm-hmm. so let's say, you know, like The Hate You Give, mm-hmm. you know that movie, mm-hmm. um, the girl that's in it, I don't remember her name, but she's popular. Um, once you, once you've seen her, Amanda, Amanda. Amanda. Oh, 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 Strandberg. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Once you, once you've seen her as a character, mm-hmm. you cannot, you, there are no possibilities anymore. Because now you have a faith. When I'm reading a book, I get to make up anything. Mm-hmm. My imagination builds a world. Yeah. So I'm reading a book. And obviously, this person who knows in the movie, that's not the face I was seeing when I was reading. Mm-hmm. You are making, you are building the world that you're reading as you read. It's your, it's your mm-hmm. imagination. Um, that's true. So it's like, you know, for me, like, I love, I love to watch shows. Like, I watch movies and I watch TV shows. Um, but I feel like what I can get out of a book, mm-hmm. I won't be able to get it on screen. And mm-hmm. screen is, that's not to say that on screen is bad yeah. because there's a way that you can get some things on screen that you can't get from a book either. Yeah. So like the dramatization and, you know, both mm. of them have their ups and downs. Their ups and downs. But for me, if I had to choose one, it would definitely be up because for everything that I can see, my imagination can take care of that. Okay. And I can have a whole different thing in my head than you and that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. Okay, thank you so much. Um, no problem. I'm going to check out the two books that you gave, especially the Augustone one. And um, I loved, I really hope somebody gets something from this in terms of who they can actually start a book or what book to get, you know, just align it with your passion. That's good. Um, I like to end on the podcast with affirmations. So I want to know what yours is for the week coming. For the week? I actually haven't done my week with um, and I'm on vacation. You're on vacation? Wow. Yes. I have to read more books. No. Tomorrow is the start of my vacation. This week is my birthday. I usually take the week off. Birthday when it comes. Um, thank you. So, yeah, honestly, my affirmation for this week is take mm-hmm. care of yourself, rest, work yeah. as I always did it. Yeah. Um, so, take time. Take time for yourself to do something that you like, to just yeah. rest. To not mm-hmm. think about anything but yourself mm-hmm. for however long you can. One hour, two hours, where it's just you. Mm-hmm. Thinking about your well-being, thinking about what you want for yourself in the future. Mm-hmm. And I guess also just knowing that whoever you are, you are enough. Just mm-hmm. as you are, even if you're working on other goals and dreams, as you are now in this moment, yeah. you yeah. are exactly what you need to be. Mm-hmm. And... um dreaming and moving along doesn't mean that what you are now is somehow um not not enough not enough yes 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 i love that 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 um that bless my heart <laughs> i feel like because sometimes you know i feel like ah, i don't listen more and go but i have somebody you know 
So you saying that, you know, just makes me appreciate the present um, more and more. And I always try to remember that. So thank you for that reminder. And thank you for talking to me today. It was a pleasure. I love talk about books. Uh, <laughs> Just like, yeah, like, yeah, time for that, boo-boo. Mm-hmm. No problem. All right. Thank you so much again. Thanks, Shanta. Yeah, no problem. All right. So if you made it this far, then you are one of my favorite humans. I'd also like to think that you enjoyed this episode. So do me a favor, no? And rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. So you can be one of the first to be notified when a new episode is available. Also, tell a friend to tell a friend and grow with us. I hope something resonates with you from this episode so you can use it to your advantage and keep going. Blessings, always.